just know it's Duke Podcast. Hey. Ray. Ray. <laughs> hey. Hey. Ray's theme. That is true. It is Ray's theme. Yes, one of the uh, awesome parts about the uh, sequels for Star Wars. Mm-hmm. John Williams' work. Spoilers! 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 I guess get that button in real quick. Get that out of the way. So, Ray re- finally reveals her name at the end, is, and it's Ray Mysterio. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Ray oh sunshine. Ray. <laughs> Ray Park Jr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I got that song somewhere. Rainbow Sun Franks. <laughs> if you haven't guessed it. It's a Star Wars podcast. Ghostbusters! Oh, Ghostbusters. <laughs> he said Ray Park Jr. Oh. <laughs> no, Ray Park Jr. played uh, uh, Darth Maul. You're thinking of uh, Ray um, Ray Stans from Ghostbusters. Yes. <laughs> no, Ray Park Jr. wasn't. Oh, the, the song. Yeah. Uh, did he do the uh, song? Oh, Oh, boom. Yeah, he did. <laughs> well, then who's who played Darth Maul? Ray, it was Ray Park, right? Ray Park. I think it was just Ray Park. Just Ray yeah. Park. Let's see. No Ray bloody Park. junior. And he actually isn't even the real Darth Maul to me anymore. The guy who did the voice of him in Clone Wars. Oh, much boy, better. Sorry. He didn't <laughs> well, die. Yeah, because they And the dude who was in, in uh, Solo as well. Mm-hmm. So that's the real Darth Maul. Being of Darth Maul, did you see the end of Mandalorian? <laughs> I did. I did. Oh boy. Let's just go all over the let's just let's just do this. Everybody knows you never go full retard. Mm. Okay. Except we, we do go. every time. <laughs> <laughs> we jump right over that. He <laughs> <laughs> just made it between the two buttons. Mm. <laughs> uh. Uh, okay. Go back to <laughs> Episode 9. Yes, episode 9. We got pretty scenery, but yet again, JJ, yet again, mm. same fucking plot. Mm. <laughs> so, hey, uh, we're supposed to end this nine-part trilogy, or this nine-part story, but really we're not going to end anything. No, no, it doesn't end a damn thing. It's like every JJ thing. It has more questions than it does answers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Any, it's nothing. The my biggest problem is, is it's nothing new. Yeah, he didn't try. It's like he didn't. He doesn't try at all anymore, and he just rips off the existing storyline of a, of the original and hopes that it's great and it everybody sees through it. Now I will say the fight on the star, the fight on the on the Death Star, the wreckage of the Death Star was pretty damn cool. I will give him that much. Um, Rise of Skywalker has. Lots of good moments, mm-hmm. really cool elements. Unlike As a movie, it movie. is all over the freaking place. Like, like Vince McMahon wrote this movie, like <laughs> rewriting it as they're filming type of stuff. Like, so what ha- is going on? I have to make uh, a disclaim. Well, a disclaimer. What's the word? I have to make an addendum to so because when I saw this movie, and I came out and I got in the car and I'm like, what am I going to say about this to let everybody know that I saw it? And that I didn't hate it, like the last one. And I'd sent a text out to you guys, and I said, that's how you make a Star Wars movie. And I went home, and I thought about it, and I was like, 
Why the <laughs> fuck did I write that? <laughs> because it's not. It's how J.J. Abrams makes a Star Wars movie. Exactly. It's Yeah, which is kind of a bother because that guy says over and over again that he is a Star Wars fan. Well, he but can be a fan, but it doesn't mean he's a good writer of it. Well, you know? I think there's two kinds of Star Wars fans. The people who have seen the movies, seen some of the movies, and say, oh, yeah, it's kind of cool, you know, Jedi, lightsaber, Yoda, blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> and other people who have, you know, watched shows, played games, read yeah. books, comics, who actually know things about this universe. I am convinced that when J.J. writes a movie... Not necessarily a show, because then you've got more time to explore characters and things like that. Like like Alias. Most of Alias was pretty good, and then it just kind of went off the rails, and it was crap the last season or two. But when he writes movies, and his Star, Star Trek movies are the same way, he approaches it from the, from the perspective of, wouldn't it be cool to see blank? Or what if we introduce a blank? And then... They do it, and then they put it in there. Whether it makes sense or not, or whether it adds to the story or not, which it doesn't, it's just that's what he does when he writes stories for movies. So yeah. I think that if he would stick to being a director and not a writer, and especially not having the guy who wrote Batman versus Superman, Dawn of Jersters, help him write this movie, <laughs> you know... He, he's clearly a talented guy when it comes to making cinema, but he's not yeah, he's a good. talented guy when it comes to writing cinema. Yeah, he's a good director for sure. He's got a specific <laughs> style of writing that he uses, and I completely blanking. On I call it helter skelter. <laughs> no, it's it's one it's one that they teach you in like no oh. um, school, and he just to the letter. That's what he does. I think he forgot to read the, per- the first paragraph, which said, don't make movies this way. Well, and <laughs> I, I'm done with Star Wars being a multi-film um, storytelling medium. Oh, yeah. Like it's- I like the single one-offs like Solo and Rogue One and anything else that they want to do. I'm sure will be great because it'll be a one-off. Say what you will about the animated shows. They've got great story, great characters. Mm-hmm. And, oh, they're, and great they're a thousand times better than these sequels right but people what? a lot of people don't give them credit because it's a cartoon in quotes you know but yeah be, there's a better story but, than what they've come out with in the movies for the last god knows how many years forget the story just just focus on the characters yeah do you like you know Kanan Jarrus and Ezra Bridger and Sabine Wren Yes, these characters are fleshed out and they're interesting yeah. and they have layers. While Poe, like Poe, I, I want to like him, but he's even Ray, bland and annoying, and um, nothing Finn. happens to them that makes you care about them at all. Exactly, just Finn like, has never done anything to make me care. They're like um, original care, like like Poe is Han Solo in a different suit without the charm and the ability. <laughs> Yeah, he's a pilot. That's about it. So, but the two most interesting characters in this entire trilogy is Kylo and Ray, and they're still not fleshed out that much. Yeah, 
I was more interested in Chewbacca the entire trilogy than <laughs> the others because he's got a history. He's got a story. You know stuff about him. Yeah, exactly. The The biggest disservice they did to this entire trilogy was not planning it out ahead of time. Which, it just makes no sense. Basically, they were like, hey, JJ, would you write this movie and do this do this movie for us to get Star Wars back off the ground? Sure. So he plays it safe. He does like a clone of A New Hope, which is fine. People go and they watch it and there's Muppets and there's things and they're like, oh, this is what I remember about Star Wars and this is fun. And then there's no nobody knows what's going to happen beyond that. He sets it up and then says the next director can run with it. And then they chose the turd of the earth to write the next movie who said, let's take any expectations anyone had about any of these characters and crap on them and say, here's the new universe. Now we're going to play in it. Well, there's nothing interesting about it whatsoever. So why would you do that? This movie was was JJ attempting to. Now he doesn't. He does not admit to this, but I'm convinced that it's him going back and writing the wrongs of the last movie. Well, he's just lying then, because that's all it does in the first like hour. Exactly. They fix Kylo Ren's helmet. They get Ray Luke's saber back, which somehow I don't know where didn't they didn't was he throw it in the ocean or something. No, it, it exploded. Yeah, it I did. That's apart. right. That's right. And now she has it back. And now it's back. It's yeah, like, I don't get oh, it. I'm going to build my own because Leia is is training me, which is kind of cool. But then, again, that's one of those cinema things where I can see that all these scenes of Carrie Fisher are weird and they make no sense. And the mm-hmm. writing is clearly being written around old footage. Right. It's just stupid. Yeah. Just let someone else play her. Although I was expecting those scenes to be a lot more awkward than they were. but So I thought they fit that in fairly well, but they did I, the I best did they could with the footage they had. and you know. But there, every single one of these characters has other people who can act as them. Like, they already have them in the games and stuff, and yeah. they are really good. Yeah. And you've already proven that you could do the CGI version, and she wasn't in the movie that much, so it could have been done a lot better. And most her. of her was CGI anyway. Hmm. You could have Lord Tarkin her. Governor Tarkin. Governor. Whatever. Yeah. Lord. Governor. And all the Randolph. <laughs> Papa Tarkin. Sorry, I've been watching The Crown, so lords and things uh, are kind of the thing. So, yes. <laughs> that's another tangent for another time. <laughs> yes. Because I finished it. So, so yeah. All I, three I, seasons? Yes. You really have been sick, haven't you? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's like four different movies going on in this one that's the one parallel that it had to the previous movie was that there was extraneous storylines that didn't mean a damn thing that were going on that were taking up time it it led to them you know basically pushing out a bunch of characters i hate to say rose tico because she really didn't matter in the first place but she had barely like two minutes of screen time in this movie well, and that's proof that he was just trying to change everything that Ryan yeah. Johnson did. The, yeah. He, the one thing about Last Jedi that I actually like is that it was not so fast paced and it was paying attention to this big story over here and this big story that I didn't care for, but it was over here, you know, and they eventually came together at the end. Okay. Where Rise of Skywalker is like, let's take 15 storylines and. Yeah. Tie them all together in the first hour and then just go balls to the wall to the end and, and nobody yeah. can breathe. 
and while I enjoyed the movie as I was watching it, it was still just like I, I, I can't breathe. I cannot process anything. Yeah. And in the end, none again, none of the characters, none of the new characters really mattered other than Yeah. Ray ben so, and Ray. Yeah. Like yep. they were like the only interesting story. And and I, I like that it makes sense for the whole nine movies that Palpatine is the bad guy. But man, if you had better forethought about all this, that could have been your big bombshell yeah. at the beginning of the second movie, mm-hmm. at the end of the first movie, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Instead, it's the beginning of the third, and he's basically like, yeah, here I am. Ha ha ha. Yeah. And all the Sith are here. Like, Again, all it, these was, it was like, wouldn't it be cool <laughs> if Palpatine came back? All right, we'll throw that in there. Yeah. Oh, suddenly yeah. he's in the movie. We'll figure that out later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now here's okay. So if we want to talk about Palpatine, let's actually get into the story a little bit here. So, as this is a debate that I've I've heard people have online is whether the Palpatine on the Death Star was the same physical Palpatine we see in this movie. I say no. It's probably a clone. Yes. Because how could you survive? a moon exploding without, <laughs> Oh no, I'm just hanging from a machine because I don't legs anymore. And my fingertips are dusty. <laughs> yeah. In the, in the star Wars extended universe books and comics and things back before Disney bought it, the emperor had plenty clones of himself yeah. for obvious reasons. He didn't want to die. Well, even in this and, movie, you saw like jars with snokes in them. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Snoke was his, he's his, kind of adept at it. Now I'm yeah. I'm gonna say this and you guys can both you guys can both say I'm wrong. The way that it was portrayed in the movie was that it the assumption be. would be that it was the same one. Yeah, yeah, and I totally agree with that, Jared. That is exactly what they that's tried that's to exactly assume. the way I took it watching it mm. was that somebody rescued him at the last minute, but he was near dead, right? And now he's living artificially. Yeah, which is why I don't like it because it ruins the end of. <laughs> Return of the Jedi. Exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and it would also what, explain what why after Mace Windu zaps him with his own lightning, he looks a lot more disfigured than he does in the previous movies. Mm-hmm. That's a different clone of him. Yeah. That's the clone yeah. of him that was living as Senator Palpatine gets fried, you know, whatever. Maybe he, maybe it gives him the cancers and he dies and the next, the cancers. and then the original makes another one. <laughs> the cancers. Uh, well, how many times have we said on this podcast about numerous franchises that if they would just add in two to three seconds, like one line, how it would change things so drastically? Oh, yeah. yeah. And all you have to do is have Palpatine be like, a, I have many clones. Right. Boom, you're done. Yep. You thought there was just one of me. Well, and then that also would, <clears throat> not the fact that they were trying to wrap up these mega trilogies they're trying to make but if he had said that that would also open up way more story story possibilities with him still involved Mm -hmm. we killed off this one that was ray and ben kills off this one but it doesn't kill off palpatine as a whole Mm -hmm. it's it's interesting to see just how much they were intentionally trying to shut this down at the end of this one wrap it up get the card out of my face get the card (laughs) out of my face So yeah, what I think Mandalorian has proven that live action seasons of shows for Star Wars 
is really the only way to go from here on out, mm-hmm. other than one-off movies, one-shot movies, because or trilogies. No more, no more trilogies. Even though they, I know they have one in the pipeline. <sighs> what? I have, and I, have, it's a pair, well. Let me let me put it this way. Rumor is it's Old Republic. No, it's actually not. The rumor is that it's High Republic, which huh? is like 400 years prior, which is like prime the, time Yoda time. Old Old Republic. <laughs> no, 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 not Old Republic's like 3,000 years prior okay. to um, uh, New Hope. This is supposed to be like the Yoda show. So we've got baby clone Yoda going on on one end. And- <laughs> Like the prime Yoda time Yoda going on the other end. You should have followed. I'm the... all for. It's super interesting sounding to me. It's called Project Luminous, which is why everyone thinks it's Yoda, because luminous beings are these. <laughs> so previously we'll on Yoda's show, Adam, you're not sitting here in the room to see it, but you should have saw Dana's eye roll. <laughs> it was epic. well, and here's my thing. I, to me, as a Star Wars fan, it sounds interesting. But if you go at it like you did with these sequels, I'm not going to like it yeah, because yep. you're going to have no direction and you're just going to be bouncing all over the place. I hope that they learned the lesson from this one that if you're going to do another trilogy, write it all out or have a basic structure for how each movie is going to go. Don't do that. The, the good thing about the other two trilogies is that George Lucas did sit down and write all three at once. Yeah. Except that they, from what I've heard of the third, he went completely off the rails with it. What? The original. Eight, uh, say uh, say names. The original uh, Six. seven, eight, nine. Oh, you mean George's seven? Yeah, eight, nine? George's oh, seven, eight, nine. From what he had in, in mm-hmm. store for it. Yeah. It had ele- these, these had elements of it, but yeah. Well, didn't were. we say that last time? Like he was going to introduce these characters called the the wisps or the yeah something like that. They, they were like they, they controlled the force, so they played the music yeah. to control the force. Come on. No, they're called the wills. The wills. Yeah, yeah. That's dumb. <clears throat> dumb. But like but I said, least... like I said last time, he showed that he didn't really have any idea how the force worked when he introduced midichlorians. Which has not been mentioned since. since. Thank God. <laughs> First episode, for episode one, and then never again. Puts a little blood tester on little Anakin. Oh, your midichlorians are off the scale. What the crap? <laughs> well, all that information's dead because the Jedi <laughs> are basically dead. Yep. <clears throat> Pop from Rey Mysterio. Which I I did love the ending. You've got Luke and Leia, blue glowy, standing there. She's burying these old their lightsabers at the home, mm-hmm. and then she yeah. says, I, "I'm Ray Skywalker. You know, I'm not going to be this." It was a nice film. moment. That was a great ending. That and <laughs> it was just everything else before this. Like, good yeah. God, people! Yep. Figure now, out I will what say you want. there was a couple of moments where I got a little misty. Like when when three uh, PO. Yeah. When they had to do the thing with 3PO, and I was just like, oh, really? And it, See, and it was the, cool because bother... if you, if you re- well, I don't know if this is still canon or not, but in episode seven, when 3PO had the red arm, there was a whole story in the comic book universe about how that happened. And it was yeah. a great, great, heartfelt, heart wrenching story of sacrifice, blah, blah, blah. And that, that he wore that arm as a tribute. I'm not going to spoil all that, but 
you three 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 PO has a history. It'd be like if they blew up R two D two in this movie, which thank God they didn't. I was afraid. Right, but they literally mentioned that oh. R2 has all of his memories. All they have to do is upload them. Well, so no, like, they, okay, they, well, they'll just, somebody asked, like, they were like, does R2 have, and three people was like, his memory circuits are crap. There's not going to, he didn't have that. He basically blew it off, but then it turns yeah, out R2 did have it. And so, because that's, that's called foreshadowing. Yeah. That's, that's also cool. That's, that's, also, that's another hallmark of JJ Abrams is that. Exactly. You know, but it's also three uh, PO's, personality to r2 all the time yeah he's 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 always downplaying r2 yeah so oh r2's r2 memory circuits would never be able to keep my memories right right <laughs> it's it's him downplaying r2 r2's yeah. his friendship with r2 which is classic 3PO, <clears throat> yeah which is classic 3po so <clears throat> i mean i knew i knew as soon as they said that that r2 had it mm. it's just 3po being 3po oh so, and um the other one was um I had my doubts when it happened, but when they blew up the ship that Chewie was on, mm-hmm. which he wasn't oh, now on. See, I oh, totally that was... thought they did it. Yeah, I totally did you? thought they killed Chewie off screen because they yeah. killed Akbar right. off screen. That's why I was sitting there going, oh, really? Off. They killed, um, what's his name? I immediately held out hope that that was not the same ship and that, you know, somehow they're going to show that, oh, it wasn't really that ship or this, oh, that, that maybe Chewie fought back at the last minute and escaped before the ship took off. Something like that. So I was holding out hope for it. So when they said that it, they showed that it wasn't his ship, I was just like, all right, okay, that's better. I still love how that happened, though. Well, yeah, it was a very, like, shocking moment. Yeah. Where you're Rage. like, Ray trying to pull the ship down and accidentally force lightning. Right, right. <laughs> like, I'm like, holy crap. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so. Nien, Nien Nub is the other one I was trying to think of. Yeah, like, so, they didn't even mention that. Like, screen. I had to read an article about that. Oh, uh, Nien Nub, or whatever his name is, gets blown up in the first, like, milliseconds of the big battle at, at Exegol. Yeah. And I was just like, what? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. That's why I was like, oh, yeah, of course they killed Chewie off screen because that's what they do with the sequels now. Yeah. Yeah. So I was pretty happy when that didn't turn out to be true. And then when, but really, the the moment that got me that was actually really well done was when Chewie found out that Leia died. Mm. Yeah, that's that's the one moment that, that I That was about. really like, that was hard. That was like, oh, God yeah. gets you right here. Mm-hmm. So because, you know, they have a history. They have developed characters, you know, that you care about. If it had been Finn or Poe that died, you'd have been like, all right. Well, Finn should have died in the last one. That was was his moment. That would have been the one thing in the whole trilogy that gave his character meaning. And freaking Rose took it away. Let's bring him back and he's just annoying the whole, the entire time. Yep. Oh, I have somewhat of a force sensitivity. Okay, cool. Oh yeah, and that was the other thing. when they when they they're in the uh, the quicksand, you know, and they're sinking. Yeah. He's like, Ray, I have to tell you something, and then they get sucked into the quicksand, and and then it turns out they're okay because there's tunnels underneath, which doesn't explain how the quicksand is held up. But anyway, she's like, What were you gonna tell me? Oh, uh, I'll tell you later, and then never does. <laughs> which I'm completely okay with because. That was a love well, story that just, didn't need to happen. It's typical Abrams. It's like, hey, here's a little uh, hint at something that you know we're going to reveal later, and then don't. 
Well, no, it's no, it's a hint he... at something that Ray doesn't see, but that we've seen for three movies. Sure, but and I'm like, why I don't do it care? Then? I don't care. Why I don't write want... it in then? Because they're dumb. Maybe they've had a discussion in between the last two movies where he's like, hey, I'm force sensitive. She's like, oh, yeah, cool. And then that's it. That's not what I thought he was going to tell her. No. <laughs> he, he came, what's his face? Boyega came out on Twitter and said, no, I was, Ben wasn't going to tell Ray that he loved her. Like, your actors right. have to come out on social media to say, no, this isn't what was going to happen in that movie that you paid $15 to go <laughs> freaking sit through. Okay. three hours of your life. Then I don't understand any of what, why that was why important. Why tease it? Why tease it? Well, no, why, why it, it was important. Yeah. I'm like, the whole thing that they've been teasing oh, hey, the entire sensitive. three movies is, oh, that really? Finn, is that Finn is in love with her. Yeah. And no, he, that's, uh, And if, you're, if you think that. you're dying, why would that be the one thing that you want to tell somebody? You know, oh, I'm force sensitive. Ugh. Yeah. They did that because right. this is not the last sequel or trilogy. There will be more, and he will be a Jedi. That's the only reason they put that in. I there. hope to God not. That's <laughs> the only reason. Where's the lame button? Lame. lame. Oh, sorry. I, I am not on my one down. Lame. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this movie was lame. Parts and, of it. And that's the thing. Parts There's so it, many yeah. elements to the sequels that I really like. And if you just would have taken a little more time, consideration, yes, character, it would have been great. You could have filmed all three at freaking once if you wanted. Yeah, Lord of the Rings. The, the problem is that we have set up, and, and mm. I'm not even. The MCU has completely ruined everything, in my view, because <laughs> that is like the new standard. But if I can try to be objective and take that out all i can do is base the sequels trilogies compared to the other two trilogies right yeah and the prequels are pretty good to great when you enter this you know seven season show in between two and three exactly and the original trilogy is just fine the way it is (laughs) so the sequels have a lot to live up to and you guys went at it half-assed so yeah. my reaction to it is half-assed. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yep. I will say in every one of the movies, there has been an epic scene that I liked. Oh, yeah. There's lots of elements and things that I like in all three movies. The the fight in Snoke's throne room in the first one is great. Really? Yeah. I with thought it was the, great. With I thought the... with Ben with Ben moving the, the saber to kill Snoke... And that whole thing, that was actually really cool to have me. You, have you ever watched the slow motion uh, playback of that fight? No. The choreography was awful. I've never watched it in slow-mo, so yeah, they, it was fine. Right? Look it up on YouTube. Look up look up Snoke throne room choreography or something. Okay. There is crap that happens. It's just like one guy starts swinging and then just stops and goes, oh, I'm not supposed to hit you now. And they didn't refilm it. Okay, so I haven't seen it in slow mo, but to me that to me that's that scene with you, yeah the lead up to the, the lead up to the the lead up to the fight while Snoke is holding on to Ray yeah. and Ben's supposed to kill her yeah only to have to watch the saber turn to slice yeah. Snoke in half Snoke that is freaking awesome robe. to me because it, it that's freaking awesome to me because it shows Ben's strength yeah 
even when he's still tweening between was, both sides. Was Snoke wearing sequins or was it a golden shower curtain? It's a poly. <laughs> and <laughs> he looked like he looked like Gollum with a Liberace robe. And the second one is the is the the hologram Luke versus <clears throat> the ATATs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, you That's know what? fantastic. That that whole scene was freaking awesome. And then when he fights Kylo at, afterwards is just even more awesome only to see him disappear which is even which is great yeah. i i i mean it's it, there's there's parts of it that are kind of weird but i love that whole exchange yeah, oh, in any of i like okay i have not seen all of the animated series yet have they ever introduced the whole thing that ray and and kylo do where they're like in the same place but not and they can see no. things in the room, no, but not. That's only in they this can three. Physically interact with things they're not in the room to interact with. No, no. But I, I, like, I didn't. That, that that doesn't bother me at all. It totally I bothers like, me. I like new ways of the force being used because nobody knows how it works. And <sighs> my theory has always been that the more people, or I should say, the less people that use the force in the universe, seem to be stronger. Than the rest. So, like, the Force has a quota. Yeah, it now has there, a quota. Exactly. There was because kind of something. all the Jedi in the prequels are not anywhere near as strong as Luke even becomes. Right. As Vader. I know Anakin is, like, the most badass ever. Well, as but, far as all the prequels are concerned, if you're a Jedi, that just means you're really good at jumping and fighting and Force pushing and and all that stuff. And But Force healing... <clears throat> didn't bother me at all because I've seen it before. You can force heal in a lot of the games and there's been force healing in there might well, be never, there might it's be. never been on like a, a show or anything. But yeah. Hey Adam. Right. The the thing I'm thinking about that might be similar to the whole Kylo and Ray thing is Ezra and Palpatine in the that like force environment. And now that's that. that's different. It's still kind of like they weren't really is that kind of like an astral plane thing? Yeah, it's okay. kind of like that. Yeah, but they played that of... off. Ezra Ezra went in at one point, and Palpatine was somewhere else, and they saw each other and mm-hmm. interacted with each other in this particular plane. So, yeah, so it's kind of like a, a like a that, that supernatural medium like a, that they can communicate yeah, that was with. A portal. This yeah, this is portal. a link, which even Palpatine said in the movie, I believe, that he had heard of it before, but he had never even seen it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I actually like that, which it brings the two characters together and makes them unique in that way. But that could have been expanded upon instead of just all this silly remake of yeah. the Empire and Rebels again. Because the way the way it comes off is uh, is is as if it's a plot device, mental force conference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Conference call via force. <laughs> yeah, conference call. It's called the force Skype. Do, do, do. <laughs> force Skype. Please deposit twenty five cents for the next three minutes. Oh, what that leads me to one thing I didn't like about the relationship. <clears throat> Why they had to kiss just before Ben died. <sighs> You've got this giant moment of oh, we've overcome when the the evil yeah. Kylo Ren, who's not even good enough to be a Darth, has finally decided oh, I'm I'm done trying to be this whiny crybaby all the time, and I'm going to redeem myself. 
Yeah, but but Han Solo came back without really coming back and convinced him that he's good still. <clears throat> but that to me is like he was kind of like blue glowy, you know. Yeah, okay. well, whatever. It was totally a, like a mental, you know, projection. Him imagining what his dad would say if he was there. And so going, you're okay oh, yeah, that okay. they kissed. It didn't bother me, but at the same time, it made no I didn't sense. really care about either of those characters at all. So it's like, if you didn't yeah, care so, about those two characters, then you didn't care about any character in this movie. I really didn't. <laughs> I really didn't. Any of them that didn't come from the previous movies or, you know, anything like that. I, I just, there's, there's nothing there that makes you care about them. So you didn't like Baba Frick or whatever his name was? Hey! I, I thought he was annoying as well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I was like, so he's one of those. He's, you remember the Muppets where they had the little the little uh, group of rats that would run around? and That's what he reminded me of. Do you remember the Muppets? Like, I didn't watch a Muppet movie this Well, week. you know. That's what he reminded me of. One of the little rat Muppets. Yeah, Rizzo. Any of them. Yeah. He reminded me of that. And I didn't care that it was a Muppet at all. Don't get me wrong. It's just like, uh, we got this new little character that's kind of a comic relief. Yeah. It's comic relief. That's, that's and, very, they, and they put him into this very, very serious scene with Repio where he's basically agreeing to wipe his entire memory. And you've got this you've got this heavy subject that you're dealing with with Repio where he's making this life-altering decision to save the people that he cares about. And then you got Babu Frick over there going, Hey, I'm going to with it. Yeah, but that, on. that is only, that scene is only important to you because you know, this droid, none of them really care about droids clearly. Oh, I know. And other that, that was the other line that got me was where I'm just taking one last look at all my friends. I'm like, these people hate you three PO. Yeah. They don't like him at all. He's just along for the ride. Cause they need him. Characters that you cared about. What'd you think of Lando B. Mac? I liked it. I didn't think that he was in it enough. But what they did with him, I didn't really mind because, you know, he was Lando. He he, he wasn't really necessary other than right. other than to say, I am friends with Luke Skywalker. Right, and, and it was them going, well, we've done two movies and there's been no Lando, so I guess we'll have to put him in there. Yeah. Yeah, and it was good to see him in the Falcon again. See, that was one of those moments where, like, wouldn't it be cool to see Lando in the Falcon again? Yeah. If you can fit it in there and have it make sense, yeah. Now, the whole big battle, you've got a bajillion Star Destroyers coming out of the dirt. Why were they underground? You're on a planet no one knows about. You're a bajillion miles away from everybody else, and you're hiding these Star Destroyers under the dirt. Why, anyway. why did you make them when you have a planet that can kill an yes. entire solar system at once? Yes. And then you take Man. the gun that's been destroyed on the last two. Like he's got, he's got a boner. Palpatine's got a boner for this like planet destroying device. He's somehow now shrunk it down to the size of a cannon. You can put on a star destroyer. So we don't need a death star anymore. We don't need a yeah. planet, whatever it was that shoots star like drains the sun to shoot another planet a million miles away. We can do it with Star Destroyers now, but yeah. no. none of these Star Destroyers can get out of this system without one central communications tower. There's too many of them. And if you blow that one up, soldiers. then there's only one other one that they can use, and it's on the capital ship. 
Why didn't you, if you put a gun on every ship, why didn't you put a tower on every ship? I just, <laughs> it's just little details that you'd sit there and go, somebody didn't think about this. Yes, this is cool to watch. Yes, it's fun. True. Oh, yeah. You know, the storyline that I wanted to see was that <clears throat> Palpatine was not on Exegol. He was on Endor or whatever it was a it was a didn't they say that this was a moon of Endor? Yes. Endor is a moon. Endor is a moon. So how does a moon have a moon? I don't know. But anyway, whatever this planet was that the Death Star crashed on, there was a theory that that's where Palpatine was and he was deep inside the bowels of the Death Star and he was down there and that it had crashed where there was an Ewok settlement and the surrounding Ewoks got drawn in by him somehow and had become like this dark Ewok cult that were serving him. Hmm. And they, they were like emaciated and their eyes glowed purple and all this stuff. And they were all like just lame. Looking. I know, I know. And that was the one theory that was going around that everybody seemed to like be glomming onto that, that Palpatine was existing off the surfaces of a bunch of dark Ewoks. <laughs> Good God. Why, 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 why? Okay, so can we can we move on to some good Star Wars? Yeah, Mando. That, that's another problem. You've got these sequels going on at the same time that you've released a show that that's is amazing awesome. in every way. Yeah. So <laughs> forgive me if I like a certain kind of flavor for my Star Wars, <laughs> which every single thing of Star Wars that I seem to interact with, except the sequel movies, have they have all of them yeah. the games have been playing lately the comics the books the one-off movies and yeah. now these shows <laughs> they all have the same star wars flavor but these sequels are like eh, we're gonna do something completely different and try to just be you know please the masses probably which never works Ugh. what <laughs> i think the last time we talked about it we, we still hadn't seen like the last one or two episodes yeah let's just talk about the last two episodes yeah okay how about baby yoda is the biggest cultural icon since exactly any any uh, anyone in star wars since the original yoda yeah exactly. <laughs> he is meme-tastic yes <clears throat> the baby baby yoda memes are strong so it was kind of bad to see uh what's he i can't think of his name but what's his face die the i have spoken Yes. Well, the, uh, not. Um, yeah. What was his name? <laughs> they gave him a name, and I. Uh, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it was. It was sad. It was sad <clears throat> yeah. to see that happen. Where he's racing back to the ship with the baby, and you're expecting him to to get know, there. Maybe turn around and fire and kill one of the guys before he jumps into the ship and locks the door and is safe. Dang. And then they cut back to the scene where the baby Yoda's laying on the ground, not moving, and they scoop him up, and then it pans to dead Nick Nolte. <laughs> Oh, there's a whole nother. His name is Quail? Quail? Quill? Quill? Quill. I think it's like Quill or something like that. It's K-U-I-I-L, so very Star Wars spelling. I think it's Quill. I will say, watching that episode right before going to see episode nine, oh, yeah. I was like, no, <laughs> don't do this to me. Yeah. Do not make me wait a week and a half to see the last one. Yeah. It was more. It was more of a cliffhanger and more of a I want to see this. Yeah. 
than the movie was. <laughs> yeah, and you're like, and again, this character's been in what three episodes? Mm-hmm. But they developed uh, yep. him. They made. They gave him a story. They gave him a purpose. He's not just somebody in there throwing out one-liners. Mm-hmm. You care about this guy? No, he's <clears throat> it, more basic than that. He's just a genuine character, right? Mm-hmm. A, a believable character, even though he's a funny-looking alien, right? He's got. <laughs> he's got. Well, what's the word? I hate this word, but I don't know what a synonym for it. Gravitas, but Moxie. <laughs> he's his character has it and so you're like you instantly respect this guy after what mm-hmm. after the first episode or two that he's in there, there's not i can't think of a character in the show that is not interesting honestly yeah. very true what was who's the bounty hunter that died on tatooine um melinda may mingwan then yeah her name is fennec shan fennec shan or yeah yeah. She was really interesting. And yeah, I thought they unfortunately, would. I think the only way she's going to come back is a zombie. <laughs> because somebody's standing over her corpse at the end of that. Now, whether that was... Uh, you could have flashbacks. Moff Amanos uh, Poyos or not, I don't know. But Yeah, she was more interesting than the character who shot her. Yeah, <laughs> who died also. Who died also. Um, <clears throat> what's, the, what's the Moff's name? Gideon. Gideon, Moff Gideon. Yeah, so can we talk about the Darksaber now? Yes. See, I haven't seen that part yet. Oh, you haven't watched the last episode then? No. Well, what? I No, I, I've seen in, in Mandalorian. I don't know the lore of the Oh, Darksaber. you haven't seen the Rebels line yeah, that I've heard people it. talk about, it. oh, it's in Rebels. It's like, I haven't seen that part yet. <laughs> uh, no, it's in Clone Wars and Whichever. Rebels. So, I, oh, yeah, it was in both. Y'all need to go watch that because it's very I've important. watched both of those. So it's like a lightsaber, but it's a sword. It is a Mandalorian lightsaber that is ancient. Ah, which no, it's is not just the actual weapon it, itself is ancient, not the technology. Not just the well, technology. Both, yeah, both. Is. I mean, it's not like an ancient technology, and somebody just crafted this in the last twenty years. This is an ancient, ancient weapon itself. Yeah, okay. the weapon is thousands of years old. It's wow. apparently from uh, a Mandalorian who became a Jedi. Oh. And made this uh, that that's that's just that's random canon that they made so who knows they it was pretty cool he's like oh he's got oh. himself a glowing sword there soon as he got yeah, no, soon as he thing, got out and pulled that that thing i was like oh my god <laughs> the, the dark i will try to say this without ruining it because i highly encourage everyone to go watch all set well all six seasons of clone wars the seventh season yeah. I it's going to drop on Disney stuff. Plus in the next couple months. And then watch Rebels. Yeah. The entire history of the Darksaber from the Mandalorians who had it uh, during the Clone Wars to, well, we don't know what happens to it during the entire Empire War. <laughs> it's interesting. That's but true. But somehow Moff Gideon gets it. So he's either a former Mandalorian or he's just a, one of those Empire mm. guys that stole it. What was the character's name in Rebels? The Mandalorian and Rebels. It's it's Sabine, right? Yeah, Sabine. Wonder if he, that that oh, I mean because she had it last. She's the last person that we know who had it. Had it, but which means there's a story there that. That's before episode seen. four. How, how yeah. long ago was that? That was pre-episode four. So you think that's, maybe she's the uh, the the armor chick? No, 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 no. she's not the armor. 
Because right. she kind of cleaned up there <laughs> when they came for her. No, but there's a story there between the moth and Sabine that could happen somewhere along the line. Because hmm. she was it's the last person to wield the, 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 the blade pre-episode hmm. for. But if that's Rogue One, a New Hope era. Yeah. Because the Phoenix Squad is at the Battle of Scarif. Hmm. Okay. And the ghost is in the Rise of Skywalker, by the way, which was interesting. The ghost? Um, their ship. The ship. Oh, see, I, I knew didn't about see that. It. It's right behind the Millennium Falcon, which is the only reason I could see it. Yeah. <laughs> I did not catch that. There's screen grabs of it. Oh. I think maybe I sent. So if she has it right then, and then we don't see it until five years after Return of the Jedi, that's <laughs> a few years. Yeah. That's like 15 15- 15-ish years. So somewhere in there, he's... I'm hoping they have a... Since we see him with it and they're setting up for another season, I hope there's a backstory for how he got it. Oh, there's... That they explain. The show is called The Mandalorian. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I think they're going to bring in... They're going to continue to explain what happened. wonder if Mando's going to end up with the sword in the end. That would be mm. awesome. Because <laughs> honestly, the only reason to hint it is to, to push it towards Mando. I mean, so, he clearly has um, no force sensitivity. No. But who cares? It's still a cool weapon. <laughs> I I loved the jetpack because he, he was still beat up, but he used the jetpack. That's so freaking awesome. See? The things I didn't and, see when I watched the movie. So And not... Not, I don't want to spoil anything either, but <clears throat> who knows who's why Ashley, that thing. Yeah, because, mm. wow. See, this is still I, where I, I want I them to go back theory. and do something with Ezra, the Ezra line. They, I guarantee you they will, because Dave Filoni, who created that character and the whole Rebel show, mm-hmm. is highly involved with the Mandalorian. So I guarantee you they're going to do something with he that character. He's one of the X-Wing with, pilots. A bunch of characters. Dave Dave Filoni and, and John Favreau can be involved in all Star Wars from now on. Please, thank you. Yes, please and thank you. Well, there there's rumors that Feige is getting involved in Star Wars. Oh, I hope he takes Kathleen's position. And, and that's job. the job he needs to have. Yes. Oh, I will oversee, make sure everyone is, I will make sure yes. that just don't, Favreau and Dave Filoni are making sure that everything Just don't flip-flop. Sense. Please don't flip flop on. Oh, yeah, don't send her to Marvel. Yeah, send don't. her packing. Yeah, please do not flip flop. <laughs> I do not want to see Marvel do what Star Wars has been doing. Dude, she just got some award at some banquet show or something. Oh, like, it was another one of those incestuous Hollywood things where they all like yeah. give themselves awards and crap. Exactly. They at Hollywood loves her, <clears throat> and everyone else hates her. No, it means that the mouse thinks she's doing a good job, which she's not. The mouse needs to wake up and smell the cheese. Here's a little tangent. Yesterday I watched a video of Uh Adam Savage from Mythbusters. He's got his own web series now. I reject your reality and substitute my own. Exactly. And he does these one-day builds, which this one actually took a bit longer than a day. But he previously made himself a Chewbacca costume and it looks like perfect, like movie perfect. Hmm. He's obviously not that tall, but he built like five inch risers into the shoes and all this to help a little bit. 
but the face and the mask and like the the way that it moves and the, the hair it, it, it looks perfect he made his own bandolier all that stuff so then for um one of the one of the conventions this year <clears throat> or last year he wanted to he wanted to go with the chewbacca costume again but this time he wanted to go with chewbacca carrying 3po on his back like oh Christ, yeah uh, empire and so <clears throat> he had a guy that like does professional like you can buy 3po costumes from this guy they're made of resin and they're like vacuum cast with metallic finish and then he can weather them or whatever else so he got one that was that was weathered that looked like 3po with the silver leg you know and all that and he cut it all up which he was like this feels so wrong when he's doing it <laughs> but he like measured out and he took like a like a like a a backpack that you use when you're hiking which like distributes the weight across your shoulders and your lower back and all that and he doctored this thing all up and he put servos in there so that 3PO's arm would do this and his head would turn and his eyes light up and then he would talk and uh he got it all like movie specific like where his leg was sticking up on this side and then the foot was dangling down below and all this and then he put a bunch of wires in it was just the coolest thing to watch him make this and it looked just like it did in the movie and then you see him put everything on and go and walk around on the floor at this convention and people are just lighting up like it's christmas and the kids are coming running up and they want to see chewy and 3po and all this is the coolest thing you just you know watching i was just smiling all the way through it because it was really neat to watch the dedication of a fan Mm-hmm. yeah especially and that's the other thing watching adam savage like plan this stuff out and design this stuff it's just a joy to watch him because he's so good at what he does ready for some hot news hot news what let's talk about that new doctor who mm. we're on now the master's tardis looking like the house farmhouse from the farmhouse <laughs> it's funny it's like spinning around with exactly. the fence and everything exactly like even like, the fence was part of the tardis of like it looks like wizard of Oz. yeah it did <laughs> yeah exactly i expected some old lady on a bike being like <laughs> that and the fact that he didn't change it when he went to germany yeah, <laughs> they, they go looking like for it. Farmhouse, this farmhouse stuck is just in the middle of Germany, stuck in the middle of <laughs> like Berlin or whatever. Right? Where was it? It was London. It was Paris, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, yeah, Paris. It was Paris. Paris. So the master is Davos. But I'm the immortal Iron Fish. <laughs> <laughs> it it took me like five minutes to remember where I had seen that guy before, and I kept thinking, man, I've seen him somewhere. And, oh, um, he was. Yeah, yeah. He was I just realized that I didn't. I didn't catch it either. So, huh? And uh, I, I, I it, yeah. I mean, we kind of touched on it, but the fact that Chibno completely ignored everything that was Doctor Who before he got the reins, and now has completely done a one eighty of. Oh, I guess I should go back and do something, yeah. and like, picks the master. But it's actually a really interesting master storyline and character. Yeah, I think people tend to I, not I, like when you screw with stuff. Ryan Johnson, well, you, you you bring in a brand new guy and you say he's the master, and I'm instantly hooked on this new relationship between these two characters, and I still don't care about your three companions. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just don't give a crap about any of them. I yeah, I, I and it's not that they haven't tried either, because like Graham and Ryan, they had some pretty dramatic, I guess 
developments like Graham lost his wife and then ready for some hot news hot news what so that's good but ryan is a freaking moron i hate him that's the problem is is the three companions bring nothing to the table they're not witty yeah they're not well, smart graham graham can be sort of witty at times he yeah like he kind of a couple times last season became there's always one character that's kind of like the doctor's conscience and he did yeah. that a couple of times and he even hinted at it in this episode a little bit but yeah uh ryan is worthless yes i mean she's okay but she she has moments but yeah yeah you've got ryan, the... they could get a, get rid of like he could fall into a sarlacc pit and i'd be like cool there's a sarlacc pit you know <laughs> He's he's Mickey the idiot without the charm that Mickey the idiot. Mm-hmm. Right. He's just Ryan I mean, the idiot. Yeah. But I think that's where like like what you both were just saying is like there are times when each of them have that the characteristic of the companion. It's yeah. the fact that it's spread over three people that's making this horrible. Right. Because you yeah. need one you need that one person to you need the companion right. to be the the witty snarky yeah um sometimes smart sometimes stupid but when like, it's split uh, across three people you can't it's you can't latch on yeah. to that like donna donna became his conscience she became you know his oh, i love donna every in, a companion in every sense of the word without it being a, like a relationship type of thing well and even and even claire even though i still say she was around for way too long yeah had all of that yeah. and up until the point where she should have just disappeared. Yeah. She was perfect. Rose was that way. Martha was yeah. that way. But then you've got these three people that none of them really excel at filling that role. And you're just like, uh, and then the doctor calls them fam. And you're like, that is the biggest <laughs> thing that I hate right now. Can I beat my head against the wall any harder, please? I'm like, yeah. that is the biggest thing I, I, I despise with this yeah. right now. They're not your thing. family. They're not your fam. I think that's why Amy and Rory worked because they brought in Amy first. Yes. And Rory was and kind of a tag him. along for a bit. And then he slowly started coming in. Well, it was the him. same thing with Rose and Mickey where yeah. Rose was the primary. And then every now and then Mickey would pop up and he'd have a run for mm-hmm. a few episodes and then disappear. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you throw in a captain Jack here. And then, yeah. And yeah. it's one of those things like, where you have, fine. you don't have them. You're you're not constantly bombarded by right. all these people and the doctor. Yeah. yeah, you have your one companion, which is the one he's latched onto, the one that he actually cares about. Mm-hmm. And that's the problem I have with this doctor is that she's they have her trying to care for three people. Yeah, and it it's it's lost. Yeah, like when she, when it's always one person that the doctor latches onto, and that's the person that he feels responsible for, or she. Right it makes more sense. And the doctor shows that. And now mm-hmm. it's like my fam, <laughs> you and your fam get one person and follow them around. <laughs> oh, it's mind numbing that she's using that, that they're having yeah. her use that lingo. How about, how about the new TARDIS? It's like the biggest freaking Lame. set they've ever had. For the, for the control yeah room. it's the biggest one and the only thing that i can i think don't of, mind the look of it but it's lame. enormous i, I what? don't like it lame yeah. 
I don't like the fact that it, it's basically a take on the sonic screwdriver. Huh? Yeah. Her crystal, her oh, crystal yeah, and metal screwdriver. Like that. That's the whole reason why it looks like that. <laughs> we all fired up. Well, all, all that they need to do is kill off all three or send them back home. Bye bye. Give her a few episodes by herself, and then have her run into um, Osgood. How about this? Oh my god, that would be great. Ooh, hey, yeah. Osgood could be the companion for a while because that's the only character who was interesting. It would have to be Osgood from the past though, because she did. No. He... Didn't she die? No. One of them died. We don't know which. We don't know if it was the human or the uh, oh, red, right. red suckers. I don't remember the uh, name of the alien yeah. race. but the Pizza people. <laughs> yeah. Them. Yeah, so it could be. Or he, or timey-wimey, she, he could yeah. go back and take, she could go back and take her at a different time. Because That's... she felt bad, uh, because the doctor felt bad when she died. Yeah. So, not knowing which one's which, I could see the doctor wanting to give her that I can't experience. Remember, I can't remember the uh, the the Zygons. Zygons. That's what they were, yeah, right? Probably. That I think so. Right. Zombocom. Zombocom. Anything is possible. At Zombocom. Anyone is anyone at Zygon.com. <laughs> Ray is mysterioso at Zombocom. Wow. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be a human companion. Could be somebody from a totally different planet, maybe. They've mm-hmm. done that before. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean use aliens? Yeah, or like yeah, or I mean, <laughs> maybe a human, but not from Earth. They've done that before too. Okay, so moving past the companions. Oh, and one more thing—they're all from the north. Yeah. Well. They all talk like that from the north, and it's just like, oh, everybody talks like this all the time, and it just drives me nuts auditorially. <laughs> yeah, go get. There's other places on Earth that you could have a companion, Doc. <laughs> exactly. How about an Australian? That'd be fun. Yeah, go get an Australian. Go get a, a dingo, mate. <laughs> Put the fires out while you're there. So, exactly. <laughs> the Master's message, and then her stepping out on Gallifrey. Yeah, mm. that's an interesting storyline. Mm. And the fact that it, it we it like she steps out and then comes back in and the message from the master plays, only yeah. to find out that he's the one that blew them up. Yeah. Because there's this another overarching storyline where there where everything that she everything that she knows is is a lie. Mm. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see where they go with that because too soon after bringing out. Ah, we'll kill them all again. That that kind of bugged me. <laughs> what if it was because they just brought Gallifrey back not more than like three or four yeah. seasons ago? What if that was an illusion though, or what if that was an alternate yeah, copy? Who I, mean, I don't. It could be anything. Timey wimey. Yeah, it, it is Doctor Doctor Who. It could so. be anything, but it certainly would be more interesting. But isn't that like the third time the Master's blown up Gallifrey? Ah, probably. Uh, I don't think so. Well, he's he's ended up on Gallifrey at some point because he got sucked. Because when he was when he was the one dude that replicated himself, he got sucked back to Gallifrey. Yeah, and I guess it's only Saxon. Guess that's the only time. I guess this is the only time he's actually blown it up. I gotta say, Saxon was my favorite incarnation so far. Is about to say the best master because he was just like seething evil. Missy is a pretty close second, though. Yes. 
Yeah, but she was like the. But for different reasons. Yeah, she <laughs> was like the sly, you know, sneaky, devious, teasing type of evil. He was just straight up, I will eat your face. But the thing, the thing is, is it, it's, it's the character versus the character that's the doctor at the time. Yeah. So yeah. Saxon for Tenet yeah. was perfect. Yeah. Missy for Capaldi was mm-hmm. perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I did enjoy the callback to Saxon's master, though. Yes. With the, yeah. the drums. Uh-huh. That was nice. Like, thank you for just realizing that there was something before you, moron. Yeah. Well, no, crazy. and the funny thing is, is I thought that was, I never realized that that drum beat yeah. What what it is is it's the beat of two hearts. Right. I was like, I never I never got that reference. Oh. Even back in the Saxon days. Yeah. I was like Back in the Saxon days. <clears> there's your the name drums. Of the I'm like I'm like, oh, it is the beat of two hearts. Mm. I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Please don't beat on the table. <laughs> Data's trying to beat beat on the table. He's beating the table. <laughs> Or that could be the name of the podcast. Beating the table? Stop beating the table. Stop beating the table. <laughs> Got almost all the way to the end to get the title. Is that or right at the end of the last one? Meh. Meh. As far as the new the new master himself though, I kinda like him. He's all, like, he's, he's all like he's all like teeth little, and growling and little crazy yeah and like know. he was fine and uh, although the reveal I thought the reveal was a little bit lame because he was he was a very convincing you know supporting character all up until kind of like when he was the old man who didn't realize that's mm-hmm. who he was except here he knows full he well who he is but he's playing a part and uh, it was very convincing up until like where he's running to catch onto the plane as they're taking off or whatever and like he jumps on and he's like, oh, I hate running. He's like, she goes, well, really? I read your file. It said you like running. And then he was like, oh, you found me out. I was like, really? That's <laughs> that's when you reveal your ultimate evil plan and who you are? Yeah, like, yeah, come on. That makes, that makes sense with the master. He would just be like, oh, I'm tired of pretending. Anyway. Exactly. Yeah. That is kind of masterish. But it was just like, <laughs> it was like, oh, so that's how you're going to do it. Not some big uh, dramatic reveal like. I commend Where... it because I didn't see it coming, and I I have a bad habit of seeing things coming. So yeah, I didn't see. I it. enjoyed it because I was like, oh, they said spy master. They literally said the stupid name of the character, and I didn't catch it. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> spy. So master. good job. Good job. And I was like, man, you got big teeth. Okay, so <laughs> speaking of the fact that the reveal was on the plane, the doctor being the ditz at towards the end going oh i need to go i need to go put the message in the plane and runs away and puts the message in the plane i'm like come on (laughs) it's like it's like how did you know to put the message in the plane oh no i gotta go do yeah that's very doctor i like it is but it's kind of i like jody whitaker and i think she's doing the best with what she's given but i still at the same time i don't think she's made the role her own yet when you look at how Tennant did it, and when you look at how Matt Smith did it, and even Capaldi, you you look at the elements they took from previous incarnations of the Doctor, and they used it to make their own. But then Matt Smith was very flamboyant and very you know showmany, and and David Tennant was very intense and he was very emotional and very you know 
Silly. Hot and cold. She at times seems like she's really heavy on the tenant side. Oh yeah. Kind of harebrained at times. Like like mm-hmm. absent minded, like a nutty professor type character. Which is kinda like, like the second one. Or Capaldi, because Capaldi had that yeah. that realm too. I don't know. I just I don't I don't feel it yet. The problem that you also have is that they brought her in, they did a season. It was a crap season. It was a bad season. Yeah. And then they took an entire year yeah. off. Yeah. So hopefully she's so they come didn't up with keep, some things. So, so it's one of those things where it's like they didn't go from the record, the ending of that yeah. to airing to right. instantly back in and working on the next season. Right. So she wasn't in the character. Right. So hopefully over that time she's had time to really study it and kind of come up with things. Of, you know, it would be cool if she did this and that would be her own thing and. So hopefully, you know, like I said, they got the rest of this season to 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 show that if they're going to show that. So you also have to remember that the enemies of the Doctor tend to make who the Doctor becomes. True. Yeah. And she has only had two. She's had Steve or Tim or whatever. Tim Shaw. Yeah, that's right. Tim <laughs> Shaw, the or Tim. Bob. Kevin. Kevin and um, <clears throat> Brian. Don't don't name your don't name your cat Doug like whatever <laughs> anyway. So she's only had Tim and now the Master. So she's got to have more to play off of. She's had all yeah. these episodes center on her and the situation. Yeah, and we've which seen... to me is later on as you've been established. Those are the stories right. you start writing, or you fit in between big epic storylines. You have to start out with something. Yeah. And we've seen clips. So I feel like the, this uh, is really her start now. We've seen the clips for the upcoming season with the Jadoon in it. Who knows? Maybe well, they'll I, make them a big player in this instead of just being like one of the side bad guys. Uh, I honestly haven't seen anything for this season. It was in one like, of the you know. Here comes the next season of Doctor Who, and they show like just a bunch of j- uh, jumbled scenes, and you see one with the Jadoon in it. So. I haven't even watched any of those this time. I'm just like, I'll watch it when it comes out. <laughs> if you could bring back one, who would you bring back? Ooh, man. One villain, not Doctor. Like one single villain or like a race or what? Yeah, that's fine. Race. Uh, what's what's the what's the group that attacks uh, Matt Smith The when a good man goes to the war? What, what's that group? Oh, what 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 episode? <clears throat> when a good man Silence? goes to war. I can't remember the one where uh, he the, the one where he he ridicules the general as general runaway. What was uh, that group that they that was after him at that remember. point? Because that oh, was a really had the headless monks. Was it the silence? I didn't think it was. I didn't think the silence was involved with that one. Oh yeah, they're all behind all that. Hmm. Okay. Well, it wasn't. It wouldn't be the silence. I was talking about the actual, like, the religious military group that was after him. Wasn't the phrase uh, "silence falls" when a good man goes to war, or was that no? That's two different things, isn't it? Because that was where they found out that. Uh, that was also the episode where they found out that uh, River was Amy and Rory's right. kid. Yeah. Yeah. So I, but that group because it spanned over several episodes. Yeah, I can't remember and who they were. Kind of the way that they picked at him. It would be interesting to see if they were trying in a different time to pick at him hmm. or her. Well, the Daleks are never done badly. Like, they're always amazing. 
So that's obviously got to be one. What about the, the the Rhino people weren't really an enemy. The Jadoon. The Jadoon? Yeah. Are those are the Rhino people? Yeah, they've been in a couple, couple. episodes. Were the Centaurans ever actually ever ever actually an enemy? Mm, yes. Oh, I yeah. don't remember that cool one. one. But they've, they've kind of brought them fun. back, but yeah. <laughs> the problem is, is whenever I think of Centauran, I think of the of the of uh, the one guy. The Rastan Warrior. This was in the Five Doctors. Uh, basically, it's an android that uh, it can teleport, and its senses are based on movement, and it can target, and it's like pinpoint accuracy. Hmm. There's a scene in the Five Doctors where it wipes out an entire squad of Cybermen. It would be cool to see the, like a new modern take on that. And then you can kill off one of the companions. Brian. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, was that loud? loud? <laughs> You moved at the wrong time. You are now dead. <laughs> Thank you for trying. <laughs> Yay. Your Nintendo's a gay taquito. I'm so good at Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> I still have control of the soundboard. Good times. Skadoosh. Hey, you like this song? <laughs> I can just see his face. Gosh, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah, let's just do that now. Next time, I don't know what we're going to do. Something. Okay. Next time. Something <laughs> relevant or fairly relevant, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Probably. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be a tiny wimey episode. Make a pretty cake. So we'll see you. Bye. Bye. Welcome to ZombieCon. This is ZombieCon. Welcome. This is ZombieCon. Welcome to ZombieCon. You can do anything at ZombieCon. Anything at all. The only limit is yourself. Welcome to ZombieCon. Welcome to Zombocar. This is Zombocar. Welcome to Zombocar. This is Zombocar. Welcome. Yes, this is Zombocar. This is Zombocar. And welcome to you who have come to Zombocar. Anything is possible. At Zombocar. You can do anything at Zombocar. The infinite is possible at Zombocar. The unattainable is unknown at Zombocar. Welcome to Zombocar. This is Zombocar. Welcome to Zombocar. Welcome. This is Zombocar. Welcome to Zombocar. Welcome to Zombocar. And that is why you're wrong.